And in front of shot, off the post, rebound, score! Paul Connor follows the puck off the iron, puts it into the goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Broken up from behind, intended for Milano. Two on one for Vegas. Marcia so on the left. Will Smith got it to him. He scores! Nicholas Wong! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard out at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the Woo! A lot of that last night uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights coming from behind to erase a couple of multi-goal deficits to stun the Calgary Flames. Uh, it was one of those where it didn't look good in the first period, the way Calgary had that, what Darren Elliott calls, and Darren Elliott's listening. He's always listening, the former uh, Olympian and National Hockey Laker. He calls it the fourth period effect when a team is on a back-to-back and they come out flying in the first period. And uh, Laurent Brassois, he, he withstood the, the challenge, mm-hmm. weathered the storm, and then the second period, Bruce Cassidy talked about it a couple of times last night after the game. They got much better in the second period. Didn't get anything really out of it significant when it comes to uh, tying the game at that stage. Yeah. But... They took the game back, and then that set up that marvelous uh, third period. They gained a point on Calgary, and that that stretches the gap between first place in the Pacific to the team that's on the outside of the playoffs to nine points. Mm-hmm. That's It may not seem like a lot, but that one point was massive last night. Yeah, it's, it's nine points now. It's also the Golden Knights with a game in hand on Calgary, and you you want to pick up points however you can. You want to widen that gap as much as possible. Obviously, would you have liked to have won that game in, in regulation? Sure. But you battle back in the third period. You get yourself into a position where you get a point out of it. Then you go out and you earn that extra point. Well done for the Vegas Golden Knights. we got a lot coming your way. Uh, Darren Dreger is going to pop on. I talked to him today in my podcast. Uh, he discusses the Vegas Golden Knights and what they might do at the trade deadline. Uh, one of TSN's great insiders. Uh, also, Bruce Cassidy from this morning's media availability. And Laurent Bressois will join us in a couple of moments. But uh, tell everybody what we're doing today. We're hanging out at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. We are just outside of the main front desk you can come by say hello hang out with us we're going to be talking all things golden knights from four to six as we do for our vgk insider show this is the best place going i I love i love it when we get to come on hang out uh, at virgin because i get uh, i come early i always try to come early Mm -hmm. and i just walk around the property and then i slide in at the very last minute because it's just I, i get to feel cool uh, here at, uh, at at Virgin, <laughs> it does. It, it, it makes you feel cool. It really does. You get. Uh, I mean, you know, this, this entire place is fantastic. Some great, great food everywhere you turn. Uh, pizza Forte is my personal favorite. I love the pizza. Fantastic. Uh, meatballs there are phenomenal too. But yeah, there's there's no shortage of fun things to do at Virgin. So come on down, say hello. You can win a Fox Sports T-shirt. And we'll have plenty of other stuff throughout the course of the two hours. The queue to check in uh, is growing. Uh, all the uh, 
gates are open or the uh, clerk's uh, check-in uh, counters are, are open and everybody's uh, getting ready for a fun Vegas weekend. Friday's here. Yeah, it Friday's is. Friday's here are fun. Uh, they, they, that's cool. Um, every day of the week feels like Friday in, in Vegas, but you can feel the vibe of people coming into the city for a weekend uh, in, in Vegas to experience all the fun, which will include a Vegas Golden Knight game tomorrow night against the Dallas Stars. And all of a sudden, it feels like it, it happened in the blink of an eye, Vegas controlling the Western Conference again. Yep, they're on top of the Western Conference on top of the Pacific Division, obviously. And this is setting up a really big game for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Dallas Stars tomorrow night inside T-Mobile Arena. I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, of course, Dallas came into Vegas and beat the Golden Knights earlier this season. I'm expecting the Golden Knights to have some jam, have some juice in that game tomorrow. Dallas has kind of slipped uh, a little bit. They, they hadn't had one of those stretches this year. Uh, they're in the midst of it right now, and Vegas is up to a, a three-point lead Yeah, for, for top spot, that number one seed in the Western Conference. So uh, big uh, for Dallas to try to close the gap and huge for Vegas. You talk about the opportunity, if you can win in regulation or like they did last night in, in overtime, uh, put up one point uh, between you and you, you grow that cushion a little bit. And we're starting at that stage where we're going to do the math mm-hmm. and we're going to figure out what you're going to need to get in in the Western Conference. Yeah. And you can start figuring out the down the stretch, the wins and the losses or points that you have to accumulate, and it's coming to to within reach for Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I I think that there's a lot of spots, right, where the projection somewhere around 94 to 96 points should be good enough in the Western Conference to get you into the playoffs. So if you look at it from that perspective, let's call it 95. The Golden Knights sitting here right now with 75 points would need about 20 points out of their final 20 four games remaining which is which is just under a point a game and that's that's when you've got a team that right now is operating at a 6.47 uh, 0.647 points percentage that's less than 500 that's less than 500 you've got to go the rest of the way now you you don't want to play too far to no, that. No, you no. want to keep doing what you're doing and keep. that's just to qualify that's exactly. you have to play at a higher level if you want to maintain your you, status of first in the division and top spot in the conference. Absolutely, but the math is starting to look really good for the Golden Knights in their quest to get back to the playoffs a year after missing for the first time in franchise history. Did that not feel different last night? I guess as things went on, uh, you, you felt the the anxiety, the anxiousness in the in the opening period because yeah. of what was at stake, and then the optimism and the excitement and the enthusiasm of a playoff run as we went along. Yeah, it really did. I I thought that, you know, there were pockets where I really started to believe that the Golden Knights were, were going to complete the comeback, that they were turning the tide, um, and they were fantastic. Let's go to uh, the phone lines. Uh, on line one, uh, Lauren from Vegas. Uh, this is this is good, Lauren, uh, to talk to you on the, on the VGK Insider Show. I make it sound like you, you phone all the time, but uh, it's good to catch up with you. Who's barking in the background? Uh, that's my dog, Stella, but... We're taking care of that just in a second. No, no, I love it. I, everybody <laughs> knows Garrett Calloway. Everybody knows uh, around the office, so, Lauren, that, uh, that I go to the dogs first, and that, uh, that fascinates me as much as anything else. So breed, age, and, uh, and we already got the name uh, of the dog. Uh, sorry, uh, breed. I see the shepherd. 
Yeah. Um, she's about three and a half years old. Um, and her name is Stella. And uh, and uh, normally I wouldn't care, but I just it was hard to hard to hear you for a second there. So we I got to take care of. Me. Okay, Stella. Uh, I, I know Stella uh, from the beverage. Uh, where does Stella come from? Stella, I got we got Stella when I was in Winnipeg. I went Steinbeck about an hour outside oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the city. And she's kind of a farm dog, and uh, yeah, she's she's born out in the cold. Now we're on the desert. What about uh, what about the name? Stella, like, we got. Um, where did you come from? A, liter- a literal Stella Artois. Ah, I knew it. Sitting on the table when we were, when we were looking at trying to find names, and we thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, I love that. Hey, what, something that you've mentioned a couple of times about uh, getting back into the lineup and uh, the great performance in Chicago, and then the victory in overtime last night was the intensity of the National Hockey League, and uh, I don't think people recognize that as much. How just. It's electric uh, for the players uh, at a very high level with the fans in attendance, but also the intensity on the ice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what you can expect at the, at the pinnacle, right? It's the, the best league mm-hmm. in the world. But um, there's uh, another level of intensity here in Vegas. Uh, and just this year, um, you know, being first in the division, uh, everyone's chasing us. And um, I got to say, Bruce's, you know, even his practice plans and the way he carries himself and, and what he expects from the team and each player individually, uh, he has very high expectations for everyone and, and he holds everyone to it. So uh, there's an added uh, intensity there. And then obviously, you know, as we get later on into the season, um, you know, the building, the fortress uh, just gets more and more electric as well. So um, since I got here, it's a you know, night and day difference, obviously, from the minors to jumping into this environment and it's been it's been awesome. It's been very fun. What's maybe the, the thing that takes the, the longest or, or maybe the thing that, that's the quickest to kind of come back and, and reach that intensity level for you in your game? Um, uh, it's nothing that almost out of my control. It's, it's, it's an intensity that um, you just have to, you just kind of have to start to get to that level, that speed and practice that level and that speed in the game and, you know, so the whole year I've tried to kind of stay at, you know, whether I'm practicing or playing, staying at game speed, NHL game speed. And, um, here, you know, it obviously, you're just jumping on the ride, and and, uh, and you have no no time to think. You just you just have to gain gain that speed immediately. Lauren Brassois is with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Uh, uh, you've been there before, and last night in the first period, it looked like it uh, in the zone. Can you? Did it feel that way in, in the first period as you're being peppered by those 18 shots? And uh, tell us what that feels like. Yeah, I mean, no one really have a lot of time to try to ease your way into the game. They kind of forced it on me, and yeah. um, they're trucking everything on that, and I've always been comfortable um, with high volume shots, I, I, it's the kind of game I like to play. I like to get into the game immediately. They let me do that, and, um, and I think I could have had you know 15 more shots that period if if our guys weren't blocking so many shots. Um, but honestly, it gave me an opportunity to, to make my contribution to the game, and I knew that if we just weathered the storm, um, that it, you know they were playing back to back, so that they would be able to sustain that throughout three periods. So. Luckily, we did, and we only, you know, left the period, won nothing, and I mean, the rest of the guys did the rest. 
You know, you mentioned that you, you kind of like the volume. When you're, when you're getting into a game, whether it be the first five minutes, ten minutes, like what would be ideal for you to settle in to your game as quickly as possible? I think when you when when your game's at at its best, uh, and there's there's really no scenario that you you can't find your game. You know what I mean? I I would hope that you know I'm feeling confident uh, in what I'm doing on and off the ice, and uh, in and out of practice, um, my game does. I don't want my game to waver. I don't want it to change. And I think that's where it is. Where you know if I'm not getting peppered, and then um, you know, and, uh, and I have to make a big save. Uh, I feel my, like my game is a good place where I can, I can, you know, be the guy to make a save in that scenario. But at the same time, if I get peppered, I, you know, have the fitness level to to take that without being absolute gas and, and still being able to to make saves. So I, uh, I'd like to think that, um, you know, throw any throw any situation at me, I can handle it. I got some uh, Millard uh, questions uh, for you to come up uh, in just a little bit. Uh, sort of the weird and the wacky, but uh, the the idea of being peppered <laughs> early, and then then you go through what you did in the third period, and then in overtime where you went a long stretch without action, and then all of a sudden you got uh, somebody barreling down on you. Uh, how how do you stay engaged uh, in, in the game where you go a, a long stretch without seeing the puck? Well, luckily, uh, up here you have that intensity we've been talking about, you know, even when I'm not getting action, um, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer to tying it and then as soon as we tie it and you have that, that fire in you to, to make sure that it stays that way or giving the, the team an opportunity to get ahead. And, um, so your heart's, your heart's racing and, uh, you know, you're nervous and, <laughs> and excited at the same time. And so the part doesn't even need to be in my end, um, you know, for me to, to feel that fire and, I feel like I have the energy and the, the focus when the play does come in my end because uh, there really isn't a moment, even if it's in my end, where I'm not dialed in a game like that. Have you ever looked at your, your heart rate? Uh, have you ever tracked it What like right around when a breakaway uh, occurred in the game? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't looked at that. I, I'd be actually uh, be interested to see. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to see it. I'd like to. Like oh, the way I, you are, you're calm rate, and even, cool, yeah. man. <laughs> and uh, that, that's uh, that's wild. Yeah, like along those lines, I, I think it was the second period. You sprint out of your crease to to chase down a puck, get to it first before uh, Elias Lindholm does. Like when you make that decision to to make that that kind of fifty fifty play, there can't be any hesitation. Like, what's going through your mind at that moment? Um. It's just a, it's just that calculation, really. There's really nothing else. I'm, I'm watching the puck come down. I'm trying to assess whether or not uh, I'd get you know the step on him. If, if I, you know, I've I've seen that scenario enough uh, at this point in my career where I could tell if you know at the very least I'm gonna it's gonna be a sixty forty in my favor if I'm gonna go out there because uh, even in fifty fifty there's a chance that you know there's that he can get the stick on it. Or, you know, who knows where the puck ends up if we both get a stick on it at the same time. So. Um, I was pretty confident. I actually wasn't. I wasn't too nervous about that one. I felt like I had a step the whole time. It's all just about making sure I actually touched the puck and I didn't whiff on it or miss it or anything like that. And luckily, I did. I was trying to make sure I tripped the guy too. <laughs> What's that? I was trying to make sure I tripped the guy too. 
in just in case I wasn't going to yeah. the puck. I was I was planning for uh, for the secondary situation, Plan B, where I was going to take the guy out. Yeah, I gotta I gotta work. That's kind of a flower esque decision <laughs> where you come out with the poke check and the sliding. Yeah, stack pad, take the guy out just in case. I I got maybe I should work on that in practice. <laughs> Hey, uh, two things for you. One, uh, when uh, you rejoined the team from Henderson, it was uh, right around the gala. You like you timed that perfect man for a great night out uh, with the the VGK gala. Yeah, no, that was a great night actually. I was, I was in a part of a lot of galas. And, um, that was by far the most interesting one I've ever been a part of, and uh, they made it fun. Foster was a fan and the players, and um, you know it's more of a more of a party than a. But it normally feels like a you know a formal gala, and uh, it was nice. It's easy, easier way to get to know some of the fans. Yeah, you you were right in there. I uh, give you all, all the credit in the world. Past a guy, uh, you were you're getting the cheese out, so it was great. You were you were uh, fully engaged. The second thing that I want to get to is this whole idea of the splits. That you couldn't do the splits uh, because uh, of the uh, hip, and you, you you finally got that that fixed. And now now you're just like showing off. Like you're you're flexing, yeah. you're flexing uh, like four times a, a practice where where you're down there, and it's. I'm not gonna lie to you; it's starting to bug me a little bit that you, that you're just doing yeah. that for fun. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's not even for my performance. I just wanna, I want the world to know because I earned it. You know, it's been a long time since I can do this. But I think maybe the last time I was in juniors, and and it feels good. It makes me feel young again. I was watching you today, and you were on your edges in the full splits. Uh, that, people don't know how difficult that is. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the goal when I, you know, I'm just inside. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have that strength, have strength at, at that range because, you know, in obviously a goaltending position, um, there's lots of wacky, um, you know, very mobile positions we have to get into and in and out of and. If I need to stretch out and make a save um, out in the, in the splits, I'd like to have the strength to be able to get back on my feet or back to my knees. Or I can do a, you know, a position that I can move again, uh, which, you know, there's only a few guys, you know, in the league and, uh, that can do that really well, and I want to be one of those guys. Uh, we were on the ice together last week, and you called me reliable. What did you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Since I've been here, myself included, we, you know, our goalies have unfortunately gone through some injuries and you know, can't you know, haven't been able to be called upon. But I mean every time we call call upon Darren Millar, if he shows up, I can get hurt. That's just before, stresses after. Okay. Some, I, I was, sometimes I was, the, the, the players can't even score on you. <laughs> I mean you're just you're just the epitome of stability. Yeah, because I've been called a bag of milk before, so I wasn't sure whether the reliable thing was uh, was necessarily a compliment. So I'm I'm, I'm happy to hear about that. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I, I guess you know, Lauren, like with with that new physical, like that newfound physicality, or at least kind of stretching into those 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 new ranges of motion that you can get to, like. How how much better do you feel your game can be now that uh, some of those restrictions are taken away? Well, I feel like I'm already starting to feel you know the the fruits of that labor. Um, just there's a lot of positions that you know, I won't go into the details, but a lot of positions in your butterfly uh, or coming in and out of your post where um, when you have balance, mobility, and in, in all the muscles around your hips and your knees and your ankles and your joints. 
you can get in and out of those positions really smoothly. Um, and then with other restrictions, you can be more efficient. I'm just finding that it doesn't take as much effort um, to move around, and uh, and it's been an absolute blessing to feel that. And, and it's it just much it becomes much easier just to to read plays, um, you know, because you can you can take the most efficient route physiologically to each position, and uh, and then it just kind of calms things down in front of you in, in terms of reading plays and. So, so far, I've been feeling much better with right, mobility. Uh, oh, we, uh, for people that don't know, uh, he's a workout freak. Um, what, what would take longer, you to teach uh, us how to do the splits or us to have abs like you do have? <laughs> uh, from going from bag of milk to bag of abs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Washboard. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Diet's a big part of it, and I don't know how, how willing you'd be. Uh, to get them, but I, I think I can I can turn you around, Darren, and you know, in a few months, and I can get you into those sports in a few months. I think I'm going to hold you to that, uh, Lauren. The, the awesome <laughs> stuff this week. Uh, really great to watch you back and and seeing uh, how much your teammates have have uh, enjoyed uh, your return and the success that you've had. And uh, keep it going and uh, and say hi to Stella for us. Yeah, well, dude. Thanks, right, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Lauren Brassois uh, with us on the VGK Insider Show. Tons of fun. Little goalie talk in yeah, there, yeah. and then big picture with the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think they're in a position right now. Like Aiden Hill practiced today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had three goaltenders out there with uh, Michael Hutchinson. Uh, I think that they're going to be in a position when both Brassois and Hill are activated and ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a win you're in. Yeah, type, type type thing. There's there's not a a leader in this race right now, given how important the points are. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that for the Golden Knights right now, with the schedule that they've got, you're going to need to ride the hot hand, and and I think you're going to have to trust on reliable goaltending performances at, at night in and night out. And for Laurent Brossois, this is a, a fantastic opportunity. I, I think he's come in. He's played two fantastic games, and I still think that you know. There's, there's even another level when you, when you factor in that the Golden Knights, I think, can still defend better in front of him. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next for him because it's, it's been a path to get back here, but I'm glad to see he's really making the most of this opportunity. I don't think you qualify yesterday as a goalie win, but it was a goalie save in, in the sense of you didn't – that game could have been lost in the first period. Yeah, I, I would I, – I get – I guess I understand where you're coming from, but the Golden Knights were very fortunate to be down one going yeah. into, the, into the second period. And that is largely in part to what Loren Brassois was able to do in that first period, especially on the penalty kill. He was fantastic. What, what's going on with Calgary and penalties? Because it happened earlier this year with this, the seven uh, penalties that they had to uh, face. Yeah. And then last night in that first period, yeah. it was wonky. I, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, there were, in my opinion, inconsistencies all night long in terms of what was called, what was let go. Uh, it was just kind of a, a strangely officiated game. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know why the Golden Knights take a lot of penalties against Calgary Flames. It's, it's, it's bizarre. They, they don't do anything different. No, I know. It, it, if anything, I would think that a, a fast, quick, dynamic team would cause you more 
issues with penalties. And and Calgary is uh, a stronger, heavier team. They've they've got skilled players mm-hmm. and quick players, but by and large, they're they're uh, more uh, on the heavier side of more on the physical side uh, of the National Hockey League. Yeah, I again, I I don't really have a. A legitimate reason as to why that was I mean I can quibble I think with a couple of the penalties that were called against the Golden Knights in the first period I think that you've got a veteran in Blake Coleman making a play holding on to a stick that gets a, a hooking call then you've got uh, you know a high stick that I don't know was technically call? Yeah, yeah yeah not necessarily a high which stick. would have taken away a goal I can't imagine what right. would have happened there right so like with all that being said did the Golden Knights really commit three penalties in that first period I don't think so but they were able to get two of them, and then that's really all that matters. Showed a lot of resolve. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll bring you uh, what Darren Dreger had to say regarding the Vegas Golden Knights uh, working towards the trade deadline and the conversation that I had with him today on the Chirp Podcast as we covered the entire National Hockey League, uh, including, uh, obviously, what's going on in my backyard. And then we'll get to Bruce Cassidy and his media conference and game ratings and one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League as we continue Tickets. from Virgin hotels on fox sports las vegas we're back to the vegas golden knights insider show on fox sports las vegas 98.9 fm and 1340 a.m broadcasting live from virgin hotels darren millard and ryan wallace vgk insider show on location what was that music does that tie into what you and chapman are talking about yeah it's a story of chapman's life he's (laughs) wrong about punk music and Oh goodness gracious! Chapman's you, you've been on edge, eh? Like he, he, yesterday, he was a just a cold mess. Yes, he was. And today, he's a hot disaster. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating because, like Chapman, you did a commendable job yesterday doing the game, filling in for Bobby. But like your anxiousness took me out of rhythm, buddy. Yeah, it's like, like you just you just gotta relax sometimes. Well, like I was explaining be- before we went on the air, like it's hard, like like. Unless you've done it, like I don't think people could could fathom like how much behind the scenes stuff goes into making sure the broadcast gets up and runs. So when I find I, out, I, that, I can't. That, I, I can't actually. Well, yeah. no, you you probably have an idea, but no, like, no, 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 no. I, I can't imagine how actually hard that is. I literally have no idea how that would be that hard. Well, there, but but, jeez. I'm, I'm mocking saying, you. No, no, no. I all know I'm you s- are. That's I'm why. That's is, why I just shut up. All I'm saying is, like the the palpable anxiety that you yes. had yesterday was too much, buddy. Like, and now it, today he's all over us about tickets, like right off the bat, because well, yeah, he forgot the tickets yesterday because yeah. he was a it was he a was a cold ball mess. of nerves, a ball of energy. Yeah, that well, just well be like you know, there, there, there's the, the the other thing is, I I don't do the games a lot, so I'm very unsure of myself a lot when I'm when I'm running the games because I'm so afraid to screw it up. Yeah. Like well, like, like it's what's one, the worst, what's it's, the worst that's going to happen? Well, well I, I I mess up this show and and I have to deal with you and 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 Darren, but I don't want to I don't want to have to mess up Dan and Gary who I you're, like. You're scared of Dan and Gary? I like Dan and Gary. So so I don't want to mess up the their their show. I'd mess up their show for fun. Yeah, I know you would do it on purpose, but, you know, <laughs> like I said, I like those guys, so I, I, I don't want to mess it up. I don't think that's the case at all. I think you're just out of your element. Well, I am out of my element, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Bobby Bobby does an incredible job every every night, and 
the bar is set so high. You know, Chapman, like the, the biggest thing that doesn't equate for you is that you don't like spontaneity. Like, you are a planner, and that seems to be at odds with, like, who you are fundamentally as a person. When it comes uh, to work, yes. I, I, I like to be I, – I like things written down for me. I like uh, instructions that are very clear and concise. And, and yeah, it throws me out of my rhythm a little bit when, when I find out, like, hey, guess what? Bobby's, yeah. Bobby's out. We need you to – All right, so how much time heads-up time do you need? For us to make like this legitimately, work. yeah. To make this work, how much? Heads well, it's up time it's do not the it's not the heads up time. You it's, just said it was yeah, heads it, up time because <laughs> it takes me out of my element. But there's the 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 part of the problem is I have to do the the VGK Insider Show and yep. prepare to get the 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 uh, game broadcast up at the same time. So that that kind of throws me for a loop because there's so many little things that I have to make sure are correct before I I get on. Like I got to make sure I have Dan's interviews yesterday. Keegan Colasar and Bruce Cassidy. I've got to make sure I've got you guys up from T-Mobile Arena. I've got to make sure I've got all the all the uh, connections, uh, the game broadcast connection, the NHL international right. okay, connection. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now okay, let's boring, add it. In. Boring stuff. How long? What happens first? Brusquois teaches me how to do the splits. Gives me abs. Of yeah, steel, yeah. or I can learn how to run a game with Chapman. Brosois might be able to get me abs before you could before Chapman is able to like run a game without any issues. How about me? Could yeah. I could yeah, I yeah, run yeah, a game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine. Okay, you'll that, be fine. That, that's what I thought. Chapman, don't worry, we got you today. Okay, you're only doing the show. <laughs> it's just nice and cool. We're gonna give away the tickets on time. There's there's no anxiety around this. Just deep breath. Okay, ready? On three. One, two, three. In through your nose and out through your mouth, buddy. I had a great talk with my good buddy Darren Dreger from uh, TSN, one of the great insiders of the National Hockey League today on the Chirp Podcast. We went around the National Hockey League. Patrick Kane's involved in that, Timo Meyer. We touched on all the great bases. Uh, but we also dealt with uh, what's in store, what he's hearing about Vegas, and how much they're going to do. Here's Dreger's response. Winnipeg, uh, Dallas, uh, Vegas, uh, yeah. all all in in great situations. Who makes the biggest splash? Do you think who's kicking the most tires? Well, I'm never going to bet against Kelly McCrimmon ever, and I mean he's proven that how many times as general manager of of the Vegas Golden Knights, and now he has the wherewithal, and we know he has the need. I mean, you know, before it was fully established what was going on with Mark Stone, as you know, there was there there was an appetite to add a forward. So now you've got the Stone situation. Um, shrewd move to get the, the Weber contract out of there, now property of the Arizona Coyotes. So he has some flexibility. That doesn't mean that the Vegas Golden Knights are, are going to invest everything they have into this trade deadline. I mean, the Weber move gives them options both at the deadline and, and into the offseason as well. <clears throat> But Kelly just finds a way, as creative a GM as there is in the business. There's Darren Dreger today on the podcast. It's uh, available for download now. Uh, leaving it uh, open, there's there's some connections, uh, people talking about Patrick Kane, where he's going to end up. The logical direction is the New York Rangers. Yeah, We discussed that at length yesterday. Uh, Dreger brought up a couple of other teams. Hmm. Carolina, he agreed with... John Shannon yesterday in that 
assertion because yeah. uh, in mainly, mainly in response to what Boston did sure. and, yeah. and the whether Carolina in the East has to make a move. We haven't heard a lot out of the West uh, when it comes to Patrick Kane, but he didn't didn't shy away from Vegas and Patrick Kane. Mm. That will take some obvious salary cap gymnastics, but Dallas as well uh, as a dark horse for Patrick Kane was brought up. I think, like, I, I feel like the New York Rangers, if you get Patrick Kane and you're able to find a way to do it without pulling anything off of the roster specifically. I don't think you can do that. Really? Yeah. What, what's it going to cost? I think? I think it's going to cost one of the two high one picks of, and Kako or Lafreniere. Oof. Um, I've said that all along, that I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost one of those two guys to, to land Patrick Kane. Which... W- See that that to me is tough because is Patrick Kane purely a rental for the New York Rangers? Depends on how much he likes it That's and what what you negotiate next next year. Like, I, but I would, but I, I think Carolina I be, Carolina's a team that's right there that may they don't have that that game breaker. They're there, but Dallas and Vegas are both big game hunters. Sure, and and I think that the Golden Knights should be in that spot. You're. No one's done anything in the West yet. Nothing. Right? No one's done anything in the West. And we have talked at length over the last couple of weeks about how wide open this West Western Conference is. There are eight teams, nine teams that are, are trying to make their way into the playoffs, stake their claim. And I don't think there's one team that stands above the rest or one team that doesn't have holes. If you can be that team that goes out there, you make a big splash, it can really separate you from the pack. So I I see no reason to believe that the Golden Knights wouldn't be looking to do something like that. They're talking to a lot of teams. I would uh, not doubt that the conversation has occurred. If, If you're... In a playoff race, and you haven't asked Chicago about Patrick Kane, you're not doing your job. Whether you think he would go there or not, yeah. Winnipeg would be a great example. I don't think Patrick Kane's going to Winnipeg. They also have a very conservative general manager in Kevin Dayoff. But even Chevy has had that conversation mm-hmm. with Kyle Davidson uh, in the uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks. So uh, everybody's reached out and as far as Dreger is reporting Patrick Kane hasn't given the green light yet mm-hmm. Dregs and I both think that there's more to it than that like, sure. you don't you don't make comments that Patrick Kane did about being disappointed that the New York Rangers acquired Vladimir Tarasenko and and that door may have closed without having explored what's going on so I I think that there's there's more uh, possibility and more uh, being done for a trade behind the scenes than we're led to believe just based on these strict comments from the Blackhawks and Patrick. So I, I agree with you in that if you're a GM, if you're a contender, if you're a team that is looking to do anything in the playoffs, you've got to kick the tires. You've got to find out if there's an opportunity or an option to get Patrick Kane. I, I agree with that. But ultimately, it comes down to Patrick Kane. And yep. if, there's, if there's a conversation with, to, the, to, the, to the degree of it's the New York Rangers or nothing, then that's what it's going to be. And do you believe that that's where we're at with Patrick Kane? No. No. I, I, I don't think we've reached that level yeah. yet. Interesting. Uh, uh, he may be, that may be his number one option. Mm. But 
uh, what what may it may come down to is if the Rangers close the door. This Rangers are as front and center, possible like number one destination. We've we've heard that. Uh, Toronto was second. Those mm-hmm. are the two teams. If those two teams are taken off the board, then it gets really interesting. <laughs> then he has to expand his list and wherever that list may be, just Carolina. That list may be just Dallas. That list may be just. Vegas, or it may be three teams. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, I do know that he's increased uh, with the seven goals in the last four games. Yeah, yeah. Really increased the buzz. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I don't know. I like Carolina. I think Carolina's interesting. I, I still don't have a legitimate read on what I think the Golden Knights are going to do at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of, the, one of the other things when it comes to Kelly McCrimmon, right? Like, it's pretty close to the vest. You know that the Golden Knights are, are likely going to do something. I just don't know exactly what it's going to be. Or when. Or when it's going to be. That's a good point. And you, you wake up every day and you're like, oh, is this the day something happens in the Western Conference? Mm-hmm. We're heading towards uh, 6 o'clock uh, on a Friday night, uh, the, the week before the National Hockey League trade deadline, and still nothing significant has, has happened. Uh, we'll get into our one-timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League in hour number two. Uh, peruse this situation uh, just a little bit. Uh, that podcast, that conversation covers all the teams and all the big players, including some ice fishing uh, discussion uh, and uh, also uh, snow blowing. Uh, wow. Working the snow blower, hmm. uh, which uh, takes us off uh, on, on a tangent uh, with that. Uh, we will give you our game rating uh, to come. But from Virgin Hotels, the VGK Insider Show is going to slide into the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest next. We have selected three games. When we come back, we're going to invite you to call, and we're going to bring you on board to play, and we are going to play for $800? $800. $800. But before we go to break, we have tickets. Chapman, which game do we have tickets for? Wednesday, March the 1st, Golden Knights and the Carolina Hurricanes. All right, we have two tickets to give away, 702-876-1340. Be caller number six right now, and we will send you to that game against the Carolina Hurricanes. And when we come back, we'll open up the phone lines again for the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest, broadcasting live from Virgin Hotels. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports, Las Vegas. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. Time to parlay with the insiders. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. Let's open up the phone line. 702-876-1340. Be caller number four. You will earn the opportunity to participate in the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. Uh, Chapman will tell us when we're all set up and ready to go and play this. This is how it works, though. We'll give you three games that are going to be played this weekend. You pick the winners of said three games. If you go one for three, you don't get anything. If you go two for three, nada. Zilch. Maybe you're famous because you're on the VGK Insider Show, but can't earn money pay the mortgage with that but if you go three for three we will give you eight hundred dollars uh we have yet to have a winner 
on this contest. Uh, we started with $100 at uh, Hundy every week, and we're up to 800 <laughs> smackaroos. We're halfway through this contest, yeah. and we have yet to have a winner. That's how difficult it is to pick three winners in a Michael E. Minden Jewelers Hockey Parlay Contest. Michael E. Minden located in the Fashion Show Mall. Yeah, I'm starting to believe that... Uh that, that we're not going to get a winner. Like I, we've gone eight weeks now. There have been plenty of opportunities on the table, and it just feels like this is impossible. Well, you're right. Except, I think it's it might be the games you guys are picking. That's no, come on. You guys are are making it too difficult are on you, people. Are, you're kidding me, right? I gave I gave Toronto, Chicago. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. That if you're looking for a game you need, never bet on the Toronto Maple Leafs to come through for you. Well, that uh, that did certainly happen. So uh, it's three games, pick three winners, and you will win eight hundred dollars. What's do we have our our contestant yet, Sarah? Sarah, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, How you feeling about this? (laughs) Hopeful. Excited, Hopeful. nervous, yes. all of Love the above. It. Now, how would you describe your hockey fandom? Um, I've been watching the Blackhawks since the early 80s. Well, that works. Uh, you've been through the lows and the highs and now uh, the <laughs> rebuild. So let's let's get to it, uh, Sarah. We're going to get Chapman to give you the games, and I want you to pick the winner of each individual contest. Chapman. All right, Sarah. So the first game on the docket is 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. And for the third straight week, Darren has picked a game involving the Washington Capitals. So Rangers <laughs> at the Capitals, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Who you got? Oh, that's tough because Ovechkin just came back. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm going to say Rangers. Rangers to win on the road. Game number one. I like that. Yes. Yeah. All right, done. Ryan's game, the Pittsburgh Penguins at, at the St. Louis Blues, a 12.30 puck drop in that one. Oh, they're both playing like garbage. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, oh, my gosh. I have to think that the Penguins have to turn it around, so I'm going to say Penguins. All right. Well, like. that, that goes with our, our one rule that we have in this show that we, we stick by. That's never bet against Sidney Crosby. Yeah, it's so fair point. Uh, I I don't mind that uh, that play, Sarah. That's what I'm thinking. I think he has to like grab the bull by the horns and just you know kind of whip everybody into shape. Yeah. So I, I, the one thing that uh, that makes me nervous about that pick is Craig Berube went off on his yes, team after last did. night, yep. and uh, he just ripped them a new one. So uh, you've got Craig Berube, big tough coach, calling out his team <laughs> against Sidney Crosby. <laughs> The ultimate in coming through in the clutch. All right, there's two down. We've got the Rangers and the Penguins uh, to win. Who closes it out for you? Uh, let's uh, go back to Chapman. All right, Sarah. The game of the weekend in the NHL takes place at 4 o'clock tomorrow in Montreal. The Senators at the Montreal Canadiens. Again, neither are great. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so hard. <sighs> Okay, I, God, it's like Stutzla against Cole, uh, Cole Caulfield. Who do I go with here? Um, Caulfield's out. So I'm going to go Stutzla and the Senators. All right, so the Senators to win on the road. So let me, let me recap this. 
because this is really interesting. You've mm-hmm. got a mix. Uh, the, the Rangers to win in Washington, the Penguins to win in St. Louis, and the Senators to upend Montreal at the Bell Center. Three road wins. I'll give you a chance right now if you want to switch any of those. Mm. The last one is the one that I'm most torn on. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. You guys can't throw lifelines, right? You can't, like, offer up your opinion? <laughs> no. We wish we could. No. Uh, but Dar- Darren wants the money for himself, so yeah, he's certainly like if, not going to help out. If you don't win and nobody wins this thing, I win $78 million. $78 million. <laughs> well, so, okay, how about I, how come, Dr. like, I'll just go all wrong here. if you'll give me just $1 million out of that. <laughs> um, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to stick with the Senators. I like I think. it. Um, you know, my boy Debrinket's on there. I love Alex Debrinket. Yeah. Nick Holden. I love Nick Holden. Um, yeah, I'm just going to stick with the Senators. Sarah, I'm rooting for you more than any <laughs> of our seven previous contestants, and that's from uh, the bottom of my heart. Thank you. You're so awesome. I love you guys. This is uh, you this too, is Chris. Cool. I know you don't get much love, but I love you too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm rooting for you because I can tell you're a hardcore hockey fan, so I want you to win. Oh, thank you, you guys. Do you, do you do you like? cheer for him like in one of those sympathetic fashions is that is that why you like hey, she her? she said she loves me that's enough we don't all need right. to divulge into you, it. Right. Uh, okay you guys uh, are so, all great you kind of remind me of my kids with your squabbling of course my kids are more violent than you guys but you know <laughs> oh, no, give, give me another month or two <laughs> you haven't seen darren in studio yeah. during a break <laughs> oh, you haven't seen my kids they, two of them wrestle and they beat the snot out of each other all the time and that's a boy and a girl <laughs> Good luck uh, this weekend, Sarah. We're rooting for you. Thank you so much, guys. There's Sarah on the Mike Lee Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. Mike Lee Minden Jewelers located in the Fashion So Mall. Uh, we've got uh, three games. Rangers to beat Washington. The Penguins to upend St. Louis. And Ottawa defeats Montreal. Three road teams. And as an added bonus, Chapman threw in the times of the game. I have no <laughs> idea why that was Well, because in there. The, the, but, she could but, plan but her he day added, accordingly. Okay. Uh, he tossed in the time of the game. You are totally dialed in after your uh, operating of the board last night. We've got hour number two, the VGK Insider Show. More tickets to give away for that Carolina game in hour number two on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.